and welcome to Booze and Bloodshed. I'm your host, Susanna. And I'm Cindy. And this week is another Cindy episode. Cindy mom episode. Mom Cindy. You know, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to call her. No. Um, but before we get started, what are we drinking tonight? Um, tonight we are enjoying Crazy Ginger, a hard cider by Lockhorn Ale House, Cider House. I'll never get it right. <laughs> um, that is made right here in Bozeman, Montana. Yeah, there, I really enjoy Lockhorn ciders, um, I haven't really tried the ginger one too much um, before tonight, so. This is my first time with the ginger one. I think it would be really good on a really hot day. Ooh, yeah. be very refreshing. I mean, it's apple gingers and French wine yeast. Gluten-free, sulfate-free, no added sugar, and tree-filtered joy. That's what it says on the on the can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I think it would be pretty, really refreshing. Oh, floating down the river. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Pretty much any cider goes with floating down the river. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's kind of like a a mixture of like ginger beer and cider. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. But no taste is... No flavor is very overpowering. It's a, no, I it's think a it's a really good balance. Yeah, it is a good balance between the kind of apple cider taste and the ginger. Agreed. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, what is your case this week? Well, what do we got? Um, I've 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 got a. Uh, Another serial killer. I guess I'm I'm really stuck on them. Aren't I? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of them, th- uh, right? Sick bastards. <laughs> Anyways, um, one that uh, this one kind of uh, I don't know. Jump forward at me um, because the. Uh, the killer, um, modus operandi, mm. was um, to abduct um, women, and usually they were women who worked in the sex trade, um, and take them to an, a, um, a remote area and hunt them. Um, that's not okay. No. And, you know, I grew up in a family, um, you know, we hunted. We we ate what we hunted. I mean, that's not anything unusual here in, in Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have respect for um, the animals that you hunted and, you know, treat them with respect. Um, when you're dressing them and, and everything. Yeah. Um, and never killed without a purpose. You know, I mean, like I said, we ate everything that we ever uh, killed. But I can't imagine applying the same um, 
the the same hunting like logic or yeah logic technique you know of, uh-huh. um and to an, a fellow human being yeah that's there's something wrong in the brain at it that is. point <laughs> if you're trying to hunt humans like yes yes what so the um person i'm talking about is name his name is robert bob hansen he's known as oh like he went by bob or yeah okay i was like robert bob what <laughs> well that bob was his middle name <laughs> <laughs> he's not extra <laughs> Not Matthew Bob. <laughs> not Matthew Bob. No, sorry. <laughs> We're not Billy Bob Horton in it. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like the way you said it, it totally sounded like that was his middle name. And I was like, some people call it a sling blade. It's like mm-hmm. calling like somebody a fat lard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing. You need to call them a lard, lard, or a fat, fat. Like, it's <laughs> yes. Calling him Bob, Bob. You shitty turd. <laughs> His nickname is Bob Bob. Bob Bob Bob. <laughs> uh, okay, so Robert, aka Bob Hansen. <laughs> um, he is known as the um, Butcher Baker um, and was arrested in Anchorage, Alaska um, in February 1984. Um, Finally arrested, I should say. So, does this all take place in Alaska? Or? Um, all of the all of the um, victims that we know of that are proved to be linked to him all happened in um, and around Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. Um, they said that his killing spree lasted what they know of twelve years. Oh, geez. Um, and at That's the a time, long time, holy crap! It is. But because his prey, um, there were were prostitutes and topless dancers. I mean, women that worked in the sex yeah, trade. Unfortunately, people um, who aren't they're, going to be missed. Exactly. You know, the, the, many aren't missed. Um, one thing I learned when when doing this is that there was kind of like a circuit for these women um so at at the, at the time that this is happening they're building the alaskan pipeline and there is an influx of population in to anchorage okay. um with an influx of male workers comes an influx uh, of okay. of female workers workers <laughs> exactly yeah exactly and but one thing um they said, you know, like so many of these women would circulate from down in California, Portland, Seattle area, and then up to Alaska. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, so a lot of times, you know, someone went missing. Well, they probably just hopped on a plane and went to the lower forty-eight. You know, mm-hmm. would usually California. Yeah. You know. They moved on to the next stop. Yeah, basically. yeah, and kind of, kind of had a, a, a circuit um, that they they worked, and I I didn't realize that, but I guess it was very prevalent. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah. So so a lot, you know, someone went missing or didn't show up for work or whatever. They uh, just assumed that they moved on. 
um, and this worked to um, Hanson's advantage. Yeah. Excuse me. Easy to get away with the murders for people that aren't getting looked for. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little bit about Bob Hansen. He was born um, February 15th in 1939 in, um, in oh, Iowa. He grew up in Pocahontas, Iowa. Oh. Um, his uh, dad was a baker. Um, he was an immigrant from... Uh, uh, da, 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 where'd I see? Where'd I get that <laughs> from? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, he was a Danish immigrant and um, owned a, was a proprietor of a bakery in Pocahontas, Iowa. Um, Bob's father was very domineering, very um, um, demanding and uh, you adhered to a very strict guy, you know, code in that family, mm-hmm. um, and you. There's no room oh, for nonsense. There. No, he worked a lot of hours uh, as a young uh, person growing up in the bakery. So, an example of of what uh, authoritarian his father was. So, Bob Hansen was left-handed. Okay, but not. If not by his father, his father was right-handed. His parents th- forced him to use his right hand to be right-hand oh dominant. My gosh. Um, and you know, he he had a slight stutter, but this um, made his his stutter quite dominant. Um, and then to tack another bonus on um he had horrible teenage acne uh, um he as an adult had very pitted uh facial skin from uh, acne scars, scars. Yeah. yeah uh he was small in stature and so as a teenager being small in stature a stutterer and plagued with acne he did not have very good luck with the ladies. Mm, um, probably not. And you, not in that time. No, no. I this mean, would have been like the in the in the fifties. Yeah, mm-hmm. by the time he was a teenager. Yeah, and um, so you know, he he wanted to date and he wanted to do those normal things, and um, but he just didn't have luck in that area. Um, so one of the things that he did as a young person to to release anxiety anxiety is he became quite an avid outdoorsman. Okay. Um, something that he did by himself a lot. His his father was not um, into that or anything, and some friends, um, but but he did, and he he um, he developed very good uh, hunting skills able to stalk um, and move, you know, silently. And mm-hmm. he also developed, um, he was a great shot with both bow and rifle. Oh, okay. And as you know, with bow hunting and being stealth, and um, that's, partic- you know, that's very important, good skill to have. And, oh, yeah. And he uh, was 
reportedly very good at this. Um, so he 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 did have a brush with the law, um, quite at quite a, a, a well a relatively young age. Um, it was. Um, in 1960, so he graduated from high school in 57, I believe. Okay. And then in 1960, he um, he burned down the school bus barn in Pocahontas. Uh, oh. Um, that was the first crime that that he was that he's known to commit, and mostly he he did it out of out of rage. And frustration, and 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 trying to get back at everyone who ever, whoever shunned him in in school and growing up. So you um, go for the bus barn that he, likely doesn't have anybody in it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm glad no, that nobody. No, but, in there, uh, but quite a lot of of uh, property destruction. Um, he. W- <laughs> not a great planner he tried to um coerce some of the other two other employees at the bakery to to go along with that and they didn't show up but they did give him up when after oh, it happened um when when did he anyways well like i said not not well thought out um he was uh he was sentenced um to he was given a three-year sentence um, in the Iowa State Pen for this incident, um, and during this time, um, he, he was diagnosed as being bipolar. Okay. Um, Interesting. At, at this time, and um, but he only did spend twenty months of the three-year sentence in in jail. Okay. In prison, um, he did get he got out, um, and he, he his parents ended up moving to uh, instead of it was a resort area in um, Minnesota, and um, because they could no longer live in the in. Pocahontas, they were too shamed. Oh. Um, so they did that, and and um, it was there working um, that uh, Bob met um, Darla, who he married in 1963, um, and he and Darla. You know, not not much is really said about their early marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when they met, she was finishing up um, a degree in uh, in education. Oh, okay. And um, they did get married. They had two children. And in 1967, um, they decided that they were going to move to Anchorage, Alaska. And Just kind of out of nowhere? I, you know, I can't, there's not, um, th- there's not a lot of, of, of why, okay. um, you know, just said that maybe they were just tired of the lower 48 and Alaska was, was beginning to open up and, um, the planning and starting of the, the pipeline, the Alaskan pipeline up there, oh, um, okay. was, you know, probably attracting people, to the last frontier, mm-hmm. you know, 
but nothing actually ever said that, um, you know, exactly, exactly why. why. Okay. Exactly why, yeah. So, um, they move, he and, and Darla and their two kids moved to Anchorage in uh, 1967. Um, he, uh, was the proprietor of a bakery um, there. And Darla, um, she tutored disabled kids in their home. And um, Darla was a very religious woman. Um, She and the kids were very involved in in her church. Um, And Bob, not so much involved. but but he was uh, you know he was known as an upstanding citizen, um, and um, you know he was thought to be a good person and and you know just kind of the average the average guy right. Mm-hmm. So this was an until June thirteenth of nineteen eighty three. And this was a turning time for for um, Bob Hansen. So on June thirteenth, nineteen eighty-three, a guy who was driving down the street out by um, Morrell Airfield. Uh, all of a sudden, this girl came running out. She was handcuffed, half nude. Running, screaming towards him, um, and he he stopped, you know, and and yeah. she got in his truck and 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 wanted him to take her to the Big Timber Motel, which was a motel that was that housed um, prostitutes and 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 stuff, and you know, so he he did, mm-hmm. uh, but he was very disturbed. Well, yeah, like, and uh, so you, sure you he, don't want to go to the police. Well, like, he he went after he dropped her off. He went he to, went to the, police? the okay. Anchorage Police Department to well, at least report did. this. Yeah, um, because I mean, what the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> don't see that every day. No, you don't see that every day. Excuse me. Who the, the cider is giving me the burps. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so so. Um, the, the Anchorage uh, police went to find her, and and they 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 did find her at the hotel, and they removed the handcuffs, and um, so uh, in in um, in questioning um, this young woman, uh, she said that she was propositioned by a man. In his forty-ish, reddish hair, um, who said that he'd pay her two hundred bucks for a blowjob, and um, that it seems like a lot. And that's what she said. She's like, "Who's going to turn down two hundred bucks for a blowjob? Right? Yeah. Easy money." Yeah. Um, so she uh, got in his car, and as she got in his car, and she was doing up seatbelt, he handcuffed her to the car. Oh jeez. And um so he had a hand one handcuff that was already locked, you know, so he just had to reach the other and get it around her wrist. Mm-hmm. And and he pulled a gun uh pistol on her and um he 
ended up taking her to his home. Like where his wife and kids are? Um, yes, but no one, no one else was home. Okay. 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 And, 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 hold on. Um, where he proceeded to rape and torture her for hours. Great. Um, he, I mean, when I say torture, I mean, he used a hammer. Oh, gosh. Handle to penetrate her. Uh, I don't like that. No. So it was very brutal. Mm-hmm. Very brutal. Um, and um, then he chains her with the handcuffs to a, a post in in the, they were in the downstairs okay and the downstairs she said had all these these hunting trophies these animal heads and okay all over so i can't even imagine being raped and tortured and then as you're laying there you see these yeah, all these animal animals heads just like staring at you. And, yeah, and stuff. yeah. I Ugh. mean, how that would uh, that would add a whole other layer of terror. Uh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Excuse me, must drink. <laughs> um. So after after the rape and torture, he sleeps. He goes to sleep on on the couch down there, and she's laying there in terror. Like in the same room as her? Like yes. Just, yes. I, I sleeping, break time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Jesus. when he woke up, he um, he told her he was going to um, take her to his cabins, to his cabin up in the wood. Mm-hmm. So um, he put her back in his car and they went to um, an airfield. Um, which happened to be Merrill Field, and he was he was loading up the plane, um, and she was still in the car, and he must not have handcuffed her again to the car this time, but she was handcuffed her hands together. Okay, uh-huh. and so she she just knew that if she got her in that plane, she was dead. Um, and so he was, he was loading stuff up and when he had his back turned, she got out of the car and, and ran and started running towards, um, the street Mm -hmm. and he followed her until then he saw the truck and then he, you know, disappeared. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, so as... She, the the police asked uh, this girl's name is Cindy Polson. They asked Cindy if she could identify the plane if she saw it again, and she said yeah. So she she told them which airfield to go to, mm-hmm. and and she pointed out uh, white and blue Piper Sand Piper Super Club um, plane tail number N three zero eight nine Z. Do you remember the number? 
um, that was the tail number. And she didn't remember the number, but she, oh, okay. remembered, she remembered the, what it looked the like. plane, where it was parked at. Mm-hmm. And so um, while they were there, a uh, uh, air superintendent, you know, came out to ask him what was going on. And, yeah. And so the policeman asked, he said, who does this plane belong to? And he said that that was, it's registered um, by Robert Hansen. And um, anyway, so they took, he, he then took uh, Cindy to the hospital to be examined. So um, later when the police went to, um, you know, question Bob Hansen, oh, um, and um, Cindy could also, you know, s- describe like where his house was. And, and she oh. was correct. That, and that's where Bob Hansen lived in that area as well. Um, like, she didn't know the, the house number, or anything, but she knew, the you know, this part of town. This right. This is where we went. Anyways, um, so when they questioned um, Bob Hansen, he, he said he was outraged, you know, how dare they um, uh, think that he would be involved in this, an upstanding citizen and... Be like, you know, sir, she pointed you right out. Like, yeah, but she's a prostitute, and you know, doesn't um, mean she's not trustworthy. And and one of his one of his one of the things that he said in this questioning is, is can you even rape a prostitute? <sighs> right. Oh, don't get me started. Right. Oh my so god. So this is his mentality. Um. Anyways, well, it's he, wrong. He said that you know he had. Two, he had two alibi, two people that would uh, verify that they were, he was with them that, at that time, during that time frame. And um, so they asked, well, where's your wife and kids? Well, in the summers, um, his wife and kids would go visit her family in the lower 48. Oh, so, so that's where they were. I never, was like, how is he so confident in bringing this lady and home? he like, never went because he just couldn't leave the bakery that long. You oh, know. of course. Heavens forbid. Um, anyways, so, so, you know, when, and when they looked, when they were looking back into... Um, you know his 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 record. They really couldn't find anything. Um, they couldn't find the arson. No, they didn't. And and, and really, and, no, they didn't. And part of this, part of this, um, you know, in the early eighties, things were just beginning to be uploaded into a computer database. Oh, so, right. I keep on forgetting what time frame it is. So, and particularly, this happened in in Iowa. That you know, clear up in Alaska. Yeah, how it's, are they supposed to know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not um it's it's just it's you know, it's not like we can, it's not like they can google it. Yeah. True, <laughs> you know? true, true. Um anyways, so so yeah, so um and and because of his alibi, the um the Acreage Police Department formal stance was that you know he is he's not a person of interest um we will not you know pursue this anymore um and and um but the but the the officer who who interviewed cindy he couldn't let it go 
Well, good. Because, yeah, that's he not just, right. he was just, even though, I mean, he could have been, um, you know, reprimanded, demoted, whatever. Um, he, he couldn't let it go. And so he started doing more digging into Bob's past good. because he just, just wasn't right. And um, so, so what they found, what he found out, if I can find it out, mm-hmm. um, was that um, while in Alaska, um, he, uh, Bob had been um, arrested twice um, and gone to jail twice. Wait, what was the other one? So, no, while in Alaska. Oh. So. Um, what did he do? Dun, dun, dun. I think it's this one that I need. It is. So, <laughs> um, so in December of 1971, so they'd been up in Alaska for three years, three and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was arrested twice in December of 1971. He was arrested one time for abducting and attempting to rape a housewife. What? Yes. And the second one second time he was arrested was for raping a sex worker. Um <laughs> FYI, yes you can rape a sex worker. <laughs> and um so Hansen, he pleaded no contest to the assault with a deadly weapon against the housewife that he, he abducted and, and um, attempted to rape. And then for, for this plea deal, the rape charge um, that he was uh, against, uh, the, uh, the rape charge um, for raping the sex worker mm-hmm. was dropped. Part of the plea plea bargain, again because Lame. why would these why would a sex worker have have to have any empathy or any care, you know? It's not like they're just human beings trying to make a living. Nope, nope. What the hell you say? Anyways, so he was um, he was arrested and he was sentenced to. Um, he was what was he sentenced to five years but after six months he released to a halfway house what and and then he was sentenced for five years and only spent six months yes what the fuck Uh, because he knew how to work the system he knew how to be a good prisoner a good (sighs) inmate this is why you shouldn't get off early for good behavior because it means nothing no it just means you know how to work the system. So that was that was in 1971. And then the other arrest that they could find on Hansen mm-hmm. was in 1977. Um, he was arrested for um, stealing a chainsaw from a Fred Meyer uh, department store. What, a chainsaw? In Anchorage, yes. Why? And that's the thing. It's like, it wasn't like... They were crunched for money or something, or right. Um, but later on, after after his arrest 
uh, what we're we're coming to. He did say that that he 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 would um, shoplift and for fun f- because he got off on it, like oh, sexually God. got off on it. Like he 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 said he's he is he said that when he when I took that chainsaw, I about jizzed my pants. It was so exciting and enthralling and it, you know, but yeah, to to take something and to see if he could get away with it and then get away with it and still be known as this upstanding person and na 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 was of a, a sexual. So Thrill. yeah, he has some issues. Yes, yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Um, so, upon finding this, and 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 his this, the police officer his his hands were tied with the Anchorage D, um, PD. Okay. So he bundles everything that that he's found. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. Whoa, this is. What? That was a big sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. So frustrated, um, he bundles everything up and sends it to um, the Alaska State Troopers. Okay. And the reason why he sends it to the Alaska t- State Troopers is because um, starting in, in um, the 80s, Bodies were being found out in um, along the Knick River area, so out in the wilderness mm-hmm. surrounding Anchorage, and in the, and so and that jurisdiction was it was not the Anchorage PD; it was the Anchorage. State, it was Alaska State Troopers. State Troopers, yeah. Okay. So so. He, um, so Makes sense. all this all this information um, came to the Alaska State Troopers, and and at a time when they were starting, where they, they were starting to uncover bodies around Anchorage, out you know, um, yeah, that's not good. No, it's 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 very it's it's very it's very not good. They're not good. <laughs> so, um, so in July of of nineteen eighty, um, uh, a body was found, and the identity of this person is still not known today, or true identity. Oh, she is known as Eklukta Annie because she was found um, in a shallow grave along. Um, Egluta, Egluta Lake Road by construction workers who were working out there. Oh, okay. Um, th- they um, th- they the her remains. Um, she was uh, killed by st- by being stabbed to death. Oof. Um, very shallow grave and. Um. Again, to this day, her true identity has not been found. God, that's crazy. It's really crazy. Then, um, then in um, but 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 make sure I got my timeline right here. <laughs> um, 
so then they found um, in in uh, September of eighty two two off-duty Anchorage police officers who were hunting along the Canuck River um, came along a boot sticking out of the sand. Oh, okay. Um, but And they said, you know, finding articles, clothing, okay, not that I'm a... But having a leg bone sticking out of the boot, not that usual. Yeah, probably not. Um, so, so they, um, of course... Good thing, luckily, they were police officers themselves and knew that they needed to keep the integrity of this scene. Yeah, didn't um, mess with anything. So, so they they you know marked it marked it off and and called in um, the the state troopers because that was its jurisdiction, mm-hmm. and they did find um, uh, it was a, f- a female, um, and this. Cause of death of this individual was three gunshot wounds from a um, two-two-three caliber weapon because oh. they actually found a shell casing. Oh, um, there the uh, the the um, body was bound with ace bandages and also blindfolded. Oh, Jesus. Um, with ace ace bandages, and two weeks after um, after they found this body, she was identified as Sherry Morrow, a twenty four year old twenty four year old dancer from the Wild Cherry, who was reported missing or last seen on November seventeenth of nineteen eighty one. So what year was she found? In September of eighty two. So, oh, okay. Roughly 10 months after she went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was last seen um, when she was going to go see a man who offered to pay her $300 to pose for pictures because she really wanted to be a model. And that was the last time anybody had ever seen her, and that was where she was headed. Um, Dang. Man, that sucks. She's thinking that she might get a start in modeling, like she's always wanted, and then boom, right? Dead, right? And the thing, the thing is, is I mean, you know, to offer some of these 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 ladies some hope, mm-hmm. some hope of of doing something else with their life, you know, or something that they they want to pursue. Yeah, I mean, it it I think. With just a little bit of, uh, what do I want to say, charisma? I don't know if that's the right word. Um, but you could convince. You oh, know, be, yeah. Pretty, pretty convincing. Especially at that time, because, I mean, at that time, you know, you don't have, like, websites or, Mm-mm. you know, Mm-mm. that sort of If you have, like, a legit-looking business card, like, you're all set. Like, most people wouldn't even question I don't even think you would need that. that. I think, you know, you just present yourself as as... You know, photographer, and and you're a very uh, beautiful woman, and mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. you get some get some headshots, and get, get you know, get those to the right people that I know, and right. I mean, this is all speculation and, and stuff, but right, right, but probably not too far off. No, but I mean, you could you could see. I mean, I could see. Um, 
I mean, that still gets people today. It it does, and and who doesn't who doesn't want to believe that they they have a chance at, at what they want their dream and oh and, definitely and try yeah. and take it right absolutely well yeah so so now they have a they have two they have two bodies um, and in so paired with with this um, the Alaska State Troopers are, are you know they're just like. There are there, we have reports of so many missing missing women, mm-hmm. and they all it, it just just it's it's not right. They can't. Um, they beginning they begin to think that maybe they're having some type of serial predator yeah. on the loose um, with that, and so um, where am I? At? Where am I? At? Where am I at? Um, So, almost a year after um, they found Sherry, um, a third body is found in a shallow grave um, along the Kinnick River. And this uh, body that they find uh, ends up being identified as Paula Golding, who was a 17-year-old topless dancer. She oh, was last... 17? Sadly, a lot of these women were younger than 20. Jeez. Um, she was last seen or reported missing, actually, April 25th of, um, of 83. And she was found almost a year to, to the day... So in September of '83, almost a year after Sherry Morrow was body was discovered, mm-hmm. um, she was shot in the back. Um, they did also recover a two-two-three caliber bu- bullet in the shallow grave, and um, one thing that was very strange is she was shot, but there were no bullet holes in her clothing. So was she naked and he just threw the clothing and in her grave? And was redressed. Oh, it was actually on her. Yes. It okay. Was actually on her. What? I, I, I have no idea. That's uh, odd. Okay. Yeah. So, so in this time, this, so from, so this, so, so Paula was found, um, she was found after the incident with, with Cindy Polson, okay? So okay. she was found in September of, of 83. Okay. So then with this third body, um, they're just like, hmm. Connecting the dots. Yeah, connecting the dots. And Hanson, I mean, they just, like, they knew it was him, mm-hmm. but they couldn't prove it. There was nothing to prove it on. Nothing, nothing to prove it. And that, as an investigator, would probably just about drive me insane. I, I can't even mm-hmm. aman- um, imagine that. Um, I mean, police always say there's always that one case that always haunts them. 
Right, right. So, so they kept they kept at it, and um, and they 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 just they just could not could not let it go, and they kept watching it. They were su- surveilling his bakery. They were surveilling his plane. They were uh, surveilling his house, and wow. huh? I said, "Wow." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just they were just looking. You know, trying to find waiting the, for him to slip up something, something exactly, exactly. Um, so thinking, um, so this was in in the end of '83, and they're they're trying to you know find reasons. How can we get into this guy's house? How mm-hmm. can we how can we do these things? And um, so the state. Alaska State Troopers reached out to the FBI. The FBI Ooh. was doing this profiling thing. Oh, um, yeah, because that was pretty new back then. It was, yeah. and they actually uh, were put in contact with John Douglas, Oh, who he is the author of Mindhunter mm-hmm. and one of the people that started the, the behavioral science. Yeah. Anyway, so so um, they sent him, you know, the fi- his file and, and what they had on him, and or no, they did not. They did not. They sent him what they had on the cases, not anything about Hanson. Okay, right. And so um, uh, they got back with him that uh, the profile was um, um, someone they choose the topless dancers, uh, prostitutes. Uh, be- because this population is mostly transient and they go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, this person probably has very low self-esteem, a history of rejection by women. Um, look for souvenirs. This person Ooh. probably collects souvenirs from his victims, yeah. trophies of, of conquering, conquest. And this person probably has a stutter. Oh! Right? Wow! And so when... when the state troopers got that. They were like, holy shit. <laughs> stutter? How, how? Where did the stutter come from? Yeah, how, that's so interesting. How would this... How... Would, I guess it must be tired, like, the self-esteem thing. The, or yeah, anyways. So, when, when that... They were just yeah. like, hello? <laughs> Bob, anybody? Bob? Right, right. <laughs> Excuse me? Did you know Bob Hansen before this? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's interesting though that yeah, they, they didn't give him any information about Bob, just the case and yes, they the came case. up with that profile. Right. That was probably really smart on on the state troopers part to make sure that there wasn't gonna be any sort of like bias or yes. anything like that or yes. influence on the profile. So um so that that's what they they were just like you know, this this fits Bob Hansen. You know, we need mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, um, the prosecutor at that time, you know, he was just like, I go in, I'm, I'm not, I can't get a warrant with this. I can't, you know, you, you need, that's you true. Need it's more. not I mean, specific and enough. And if I, and if we get him now or try and get him now, then when we lose him, he gets away. Yeah. You know, and of yeah. course, and of course the straight troopers were just pulling their hair out because it's like, it's the guy. And but we need yeah, more but they proof. They got to do it we right. Need more proof, or right? Else they he's have gonna to do get it away right. for good. Um, so they thought, you know, they're thinking, well, what? How? 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 Uh, you know, let let's go back and revisit his two friends that gave him an alibi. 
Oh, um, yeah. For the night of Cindy of Cindy Paulson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's let's you know let's lean on them a little bit and see see if they break. Mm-hmm. See if they let some slip. So so yeah. So they did. Um, they they brought him brought in the the two guys for questioning and put a little pressure on them. You know, and mm-hmm. and they both admitted that Hanson ah. was not with them on the nights in question. He was supposed to be. Um, I guess there was a group of church members that were having a, a pizza dinner, you know, and he oh, okay. was supposed to be included, you know, make sure Bob gets here, his wife and kids are gone. And um, anyways, and he, and he didn't. He didn't ever show up that night. And um, they, um, <laughs> you know, they just, could, they gave, they did an, al- they alibied him. Is that right? Provided an alibi. Um, <laughs> we, get, we get what you mean. We get what you mean. <laughs> follow my lingo here. <laughs> um, but they, they because, um, you know, they, they thought he was a good guy and could never be associated or linked with, with a, a, a rape and, and torture, you know. That wasn't Bob. So, so this yeah, is why Bob you was don't, with us. This is why you don't lie for anybody, no matter what. So they, they of course reneged on their their alibis and another thing they ended up divulging was um that they told police um that they suspected hansen had had uh, pulled uh, an insurance fraud scheme over so um you know i told you he was an avid hunter right so after he moved to alaska he actually um held four uh world records um he had four animals entered into the pope and young record book in 1969 1970 and 1971 um for world record doll sheep and um he also had the second uh the number two barren ground caribou okay that um, and so he had these animals mounted. Well, he had reported to his insurance company that these mounts were stolen out of his home. His home was busted into and stolen. Interesting. Okay. Um, and um, surprisingly, Cindy, uh, when she was in that basement, was naming off different, you know, animals. Uh-huh, and were they there? And they were there. Interesting. And so that they but they knew and shortly after this robbery and insurance settlement, that's how that's how he purchased uh Hansen purchased the plane. Oh. How much did they freaking have those insured for? What the I hell? don't know. I mean, I don't know, but I guess I don't know how much planes are, but I'd imagine not super cheap. <laughs> no, not even in in you know in the in the early seventies. But yeah. I I mean I I don't know. These were world record holding animals. Yeah, um, I guess if you really cared about them, I I I don't I don't know. Or maybe that was just his plan the whole time when he initially got them insured was to eventually yeah so fraud on it so then so then so then this there's like well holy shit he, he collect he you know collects does an insurance fraud scheme so they started talking to uh, um 
some other avid hunters in the area. There was, I mean, there was a a, a bow club and a rifle club. Oh, you know, I'm sure, and, especially in a place like Alaska. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, oh, yeah, yeah. We know, we know him. They didn't much care for him, especially the bow hunting community. Oh, um, they they said that that it was a, a member of their club came across him when he supposedly shot the the doll sheep and with a bow. Uh-huh. But he didn't have a bow with him. But he did have a rifle with him. Hmm. And so they hmm. basically just started they didn't want to have anything to do with him because he he's was a cheater. Yeah, he's a cheater. Yeah. yeah. And I mean and this is it's like why why you know I mean, you don't you don't get money for these trophies. I mean, you, right, it's, yeah. it's prestige in in the hunting sure, community, and world, right? But yeah. I mean, it's not like you get a prize for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I guess in his mind, the the prize was the the fame, the glory. You know, it's yeah. I mean, I guess if he was a kid, that book. was. I mean, essentially, quote unquote, like loser growing up. Like, I'm sure that mm, sort of L for love. <laughs> I, I'm sure that yeah, that kind of fame. Like, he, I'm sure he really soaked that up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they they um, state troopers found out that that uh, Bob Henson was was not um, well liked by his hunting peers. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting, right? like that's a bit telling <laughs> so so finally they you know they keep working with with the with the um the da and you know and finally finally they're like okay i i, I think we can get a warrant so in october um october 27th of of 1983 they were granted a um, a warrant. They were granted a warrant to search his bakery, a warrant to search his home, and a warrant to search his plane. And um, and they knew that if they didn't find what they needed at this time, that that this, this was it. This is the one and only time. And if if they blew it, he was gonna. There was not going to be a second time. So that morning, um, they ended up um, picking up, arresting Hansen at the bakery when he got there. So he would be out of the way. And they went and started searching his home, his plane, and, and the bakery. Ooh, so they got everything. So n- nothing was found. The bakery was clean. The plane was clean. There was nothing mm-hmm. they found. They searched the house. About the only thing they could find were those mounts were there. Okay. So, but. That doesn't really do too much, no, unfortunately. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. insurance fraud, that's not what they want. Mm-mm. And they're looking and looking and looking all, all over. They they did um, recover several weapons. He was a, a hunter, an avid hunter, you know. That's like, but nothing that, that would match what they were looking for. Um, what about like the pole or whatever that the one gal was tied to in the in the basement? What, there wasn't there wasn't anything there. He took they it down. Find it. Yes, he did later say that he took it down 
after he went home and he he took it down and he patched patched the the ceiling and everything to what? get rid of it. He knew he had to get rid of that. Um, <sighs> lame. Yeah. Anyways, so they kept looking, and and at the same time that they were searching his house, um, he Hanson was also being questioned, and so when they would get something, there, you know, they're like, you know, try here, try here. They'd be communicating. So finally, after they'd been there all day, and they were just like, okay, we gotta make another surge. We gotta find something. Um, they found a hidden space in the. In, in the attic in between some rafters oh. um, of his home. And in that space, Where's they, rec- trophies? they recovered a Remington 522 rifle, a Thompson Contender single shot pistol, an aviation map with specific locations marked off, several pieces of jewelry, hmm. newspaper clippings. A Winchester 12-gauge shotgun, a driver's license, and other IDs, some belonging to dead women. Ooh. And the most significant find was a 223 caliber Mini-14 rifle. Bingo. Bing freaking O. So at that time, they arrested him for murder. They finally got what they were looking they for. They finally got what they were looking for. That was the aha moment in this. Mm-hmm. And then a second aha moment came mm-hmm. when they were in the bedroom, his bedroom, and behind his headboard, they found another map, an aviation map. And this aviation map had 24 X's on it. You know hmm. really what it meant, but they brought it in. But I know what they're going to find at each of those X's. Hmm. So, so um, they they sent the um, the Mini fourteen rifle to the FBI to have ballistics done to see if the two shell casings that they have would have been fired from that gun that they had oh. recovered from uh-huh. um, the the bodies found earlier, right? And. Um, um, this is how things were were so crazy in the eighties. So, so the head uh, trooper he wanted he wanted to, to personally have someone take you know fly the the gun the weapon to DC. Oh, okay. Um, or um. Uh, and Virginia, and I think Virginia, is where the headquarters yes, it is. are. Yeah, it is. Um, and um, Quantico. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then they're like, "Well, we don't have the budget to do that. Why can't you just mail it?" And anyways, be like, "This is evidence. What do you I, mean? No, just mail like, it. We can't. This is key evidence." And that's like, what ended up happening. They they had to mail it. Guess what got lost in the mail? No. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I am not shitting you. What? I mean. And so literally, literally, they were shitting their pants. How did it get lost? How did it get lost? Who lost it? And then it finally turned up. Oh, thank God. Okay. And through ballistic tests uh, performed, 
um, by the FBI, they could they concluded that yes, the shell casings that they recovered um, at in the the at the grave of Eklut Eklutna Annie and Sherry Morrow came from not Eklutna Annie. I'm sorry, from Sherry Morrow and um, Paula Goulding. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Came from that gun. Were fired from that gun. Bam. And they never sent anything through the mail again. <laughs> right? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. At least not Kiev. <laughs> oh, man. Good thing I... it wasn't COVID time. They would have never recovered it. Oh, my God. Seriously. I couldn't imagine, like, that guy who, like, wanted it to be flown there. And once he found out that it was lost, probably was his pants. I, I, I mean. It's so freaking mad. How You'd be beside yourself. How, how, how? I probably couldn't even speak. I would be so pissed. Oh, seriously. I'd be like, oh my god. Um. Anyways, so, so there. Yeah, yeah. Just that was finally the real break. Solid evidence that was that was gonna get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and On at least two murders. Yes. Yes. And um, so in, in, in talk, you know, in, in continuing to talk to him, to Hanson with his lawyers and interviewing and da, 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 he, he, I mean, he was, he just, you know, deny everything, didn't do that, didn't do that. But when that ballistics came in, then he knew he was, he was toast. Um. And another interesting thing that they found out of coinciding about the same time that they learned about the ballistics is these this map they found behind the headboard. Um, these bodies that they had recovered before. Did they match some of those X marks? They were X marks the spot right on those. Yep. Right on those. So now they have more to find. So... Eklukna Annie, like dead on X. Wow. Um, Sherry Morrow, dead on. Joanna Messina and Paula Goulding. They were all X's on they there? They were all X's on there. So then he know he's really screwed because state troopers are thinking we've got 24 X's. And if four of them are known deceased people, right? Then two that were killed with your weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's at least twenty four, or you know, there's at least twenty, 20 more bottles. Yeah, b- bottles. Bottles. <laughs> Shit. Twenty Cindy. more bottles on the bottles. I apologize for that. <laughs> no. Okay. Bodies. <laughs> Bodies. Take one down. We- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're terrible. We're terrible. Okay. Uh, I will die. I will. Well, I will. I'll burn in hell I will too. Die, as will most of us, probably. <laughs> no, not me. I sold my soul, my soul to the devil. I'm here forever. Lucky you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. No, okay. No, 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 but up. so twenty um, more bodies. Yeah. And so at this point, he's like, you know, he knows he's fucked, and and so there's no getting out of that one. No. Mm-mm. So he decides in true. 
um, Bob Hansen fashion that he can strike a deal. Let's make a deal. I'd be like, bitch, you got at least 24 bodies on your hand. You think you can strike a goddamn deal? What? What? No. So he, Please tell me no. He, in agreeing to... 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 Um, confessing... In an agreement to confess to those four murders... Okay... Um, and help to find the other bodies. They already have a map. They don't need his help. Um, he, they gave him a plea bargain. No, you guys didn't need to do that. You had solid evidence. It probably, he probably would have been convicted and not just that, but you had 20 other bodies to go find, which had, you had a map leading directly to them so it's not like you needed his help to find them well they um they did um they sentenced him to 461 years in prison i guess that's fine and a life sentence okay so he was never getting out good no chance at parole no good um but but here's a quote from Bob oh, after the sentencing. He's like, what am I? I'm 45? I've got the rest of my life to live. Yeah, Even if in I have jail. to live it in prison, I still got a long life to live. Maybe I'll pick up a new vocation. Maybe I'll become a writer. Yeah, that's his mentality. All right, Bob, if you can hear this, go fuck yourself. Like, what the fuck? Well, Bob's dead now. Okay, well, never mind, Bob. You can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up the heat down there. I guess that makes sense. I mean, he'd be older than Grandma and Grandpa, so <laughs> he he actually uh, did die in prison. And um, hopefully, it was lonely and cold. in two thousand fourteen. Um, I don't feel sorry for him. But uh, you know, going back to all this, this is a man. So this is a man that they linked to a twelve year murder spree, and he has a wife and children. I was about to say what. How- like, where are the wife and kids at in this? I just realized that they were, like, gone, but where? when did they come back? Like, what happened? Yes, yes. So, actually, they were back by the time they were, I mean, the the, the search warrant was done in October of 83. Okay, right. So, and, they were. And, and, and actually, Darla was at the home when this happened. God, that would be, that would be traumatizing. Oh, Jesus. I hope so, her and her kids are okay. Um, You know, I mean, think so. So, not only has she she gone through that he was he was arrested, arrested and convicted for attempting attempted kidnap and rape, mm-hmm. um, but but then also of of the shoplifting, the grand larceny. So, while they've been married, he's been sent to, to prison twice. Right, they have two kids. Um, so so. You know the state troopers are like they're like, you know they they were, they were concerned about her. I mean, you know what did you know and stuff and yeah, like, how could you? Especially because they were together for like how long? They were married for twenty years. Yes, but yeah, quite a while. And um, you know she said she said I always knew there wasn't something quite right about him. But the, we have the kids, and she's very religious. 
Um, and it's okay to get a divorce. And well, you won't go to hell. I promise. Upon in this establishment, uh, not in this establishment, but in <laughs> some people's establishment. But <laughs> she was very religious. It was yes. No, it I was can understand not, that battle, um, but, but she said, you know, my um. And so, you know, they they were kind of concerned. They're like, well, are you going to stay in Alaska? And she says, I have a lot of people from my church that want the kids and I to stay. She says, I don't know how we can really do this, though. They are already... I will say, yeah, now you have this reputation. Um, I mean, obviously not that they're bad people at all or anything like that. Right, and and they're like, like, well, are you going to keep the bakery? Are you going to, you know, and, and she's like, no, no. And they're like, well, how do you make a living? And she's like... How I've always made a living, and they're kind of like, "What?" So they had separate finances. Oh, so at this time, smart. No, at this time, unheard of. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for a woman to have her own finances, what? unheard of. I mean, but, we weren't even have allowed to have our own credit cards until when? Like, to, right? I mean, RBG gave us that one, yeah. right? But but no, but get this. So. All the income, everything that she made from tutoring students, that's what made the house payments. That's what all the food, all the kids' stuff, the bakery. He said, He said, Well, what happened to the income from the bakery? That was Bob's money. But that didn't go to, that was Bob's. That didn't go to, to. So Bob didn't have any responsibility for the house or the kids then? He 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 didn't. I mean, he, uh, fi- financially, no. Mm, mm, mm. And I'd be like, "Bitch, why didn't you leave so long ago?" Seriously, like, uh, it's one thing to have like eat your own fi- like own finances, own banking. Like, that's fine, great. I have no problem with that. But like, if you're each living in a house together, you have children. Like, you both need to be contributing to that. Like, oh, not I just know, one person. No, but I mean. But this happening in a time when predominantly the breadwinner was the man. Right. You know, and the man. But anyway, so that, that you know, when they, that just further pushed Bob into the depths of despicable. Yeah, you don't you know? even support your own goddamn family? Like, right? what? Right. Anyways, as we had, had said, um, uh, Bob Hansen was was um, sentenced to 461 years in prison. Mm-hmm. That's possibly parole. And also a life sentence on top of that. You know, in case you lived 500 years. Yeah. Um, he did... Um, another part of the plea bargain was that he did not want to be in prison in Alaska. Um, oh, why not, sir? Because, um, you know, maybe women killers were worse than... Anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he was incarcerated for most of his time, um, in actually in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, oh, okay. And I'm I'm not a hundred percent of the timeline. Um, he he then came forward and said that he could probably help locate a few more bodies, but he wanted to be oh, transferred. Um, sure. Transferred back to uh, Alaska, and. Which, of course, he could not deliver on. He did get back to Alaska, but not to the um, penitentiary that he wanted. Um, Good. You don't deserve that. And that's where he uh, lived the remainder 
of his life. He died in um, 2014 at the age of 75. Um, From like what? Just old age or? Yeah. 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 I wish he would have suffered more. Uh, unfortunately, he had that privilege to live. <clears throat> but just so he he um, he did confess to, to he did he, he he said that there was a body for each of the exes. There were twenty four. Well, I mean, we already figured that one out. They. Um, could only recover 17 bodies. There are still five bodies that have never been found. The exes, they didn't, and they could not find a body at five of those marks, Um, even though they, you know, they widened their search areas and and stuff, but they never could recover bodies at those, at five um, of the, of the, Marked areas, um, but they did find seventeen. I wonder if, like, I'm, you, maybe you don't know this, but I wonder if any of those were like near water. Like, maybe if the bodies could have got swept um, away. Yes, uh, quite a, f- a few were found um, near the Knick River. Oh, okay. Um, and some were not. Some were just covered with with debris. Were were even in a shallow grave. Oh, okay. Um, They're just dumped. And um, and I do believe two of the sites they could tell, uh, two of the of the sites where they didn't find a body, there were a lot of bear sign. Oh, okay. So, okay. likelihood is that they were wild animals. Got yes, foraged. Carried, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm, that's a bummer. But I'd like to give a voice to the women that they did recover and say their names. Oh, yes, please do. Um, so the first grave that was marked, um, this person was actually recovered December 25th of 1971. Okay. Her grave site where they recovered her was represented on the X in this, on his, on Hansen's map. And this is, Celia Van Zanten, Zanten, um, Megan Emmerich, her gravesite was marked on the map. Mary Kathleen Thill, her gravesite was also marked on the map. Horseshoe Harriet, she was found April 25th, 1984. Um, this is during the recovery area where they were searching all the X's. Okay. Um, they could not find a, a match uh, to identify her. Uh, she was found near Horseshoe Lake, thus the name. Right, okay. Um, but again, the grave site was marked on the map. Roxanne Eastland. Um, Hansen confessed to killing her but they never did find a body to match. Oh. Um, Joanna Messina, she was found, um, one of the bodies that, were, that was recovered July 8th of 1980 in, um, in a gravel pit. Okay. <clears throat> Sherry Morrow, she was um, the victim found by the two 
Anchorage police officers when hunting right. along the Connect River in September on September twelfth of nineteen eighty two. Andrea Alturg, Hansen confessed to killing her, but they've not found the body. Sue Luna, she was found April twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four. Um, she was found at uh, the old Connect Bridge parking lot. Paula Gooling, the 17-year-old that we talked about earlier. Right. Her body was found September 2nd, 1983, near the Kinnick River. Malaya Larson, she was found April 24th, 1984, the old Kinnick Bridge parking lot. Teresa Watson was found April 26th, 1984, at Scenic Lake. Angela Federin was found April 26, 1984, at Figure 8 Lake. Tamara Pedersen was found April 29, 1984, um, along the Knick River. Daylin Frey was found April 24, 1984, at Summit Lake. Lisa Futrell was found May 9, 1984, um, uh, near the old Kinnick Bridge gravel pit. And Ekluntna Annie was found um, in, in 19, or excuse me, of July of, of 1980. And Hansen did confess that that was his, that, that was his first kill. Okay. And she was stabbed to death. Um, and so the, the women who were found, recovered that I said in 1984, this was after they had found the map. Right. And then they, could, they found the bodies found on the map. One of the most heart-wrenching things that I, I learned about was that they would send state troopers to these sites to check how thawed the ground was. So they were monitoring that when, when, oh, when they can, could actually we, dig. can we recover? Mm-hmm. And that's why so many were in, in the, the April time frame. Gotcha. If they could finally recover those, you know, those, the sites were thawed enough. To actually dig into. Yeah. Um, they had gathered, you know, many uh, dental records from missing, missing women that were reported missing, and that's how a lot um, of the identification could be made because they were so decomposed. A lot also um, could be made because of, um, of of clothing that they were last seen in. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then some also because of the trophies that he had necklaces that he had taken and the driver's licenses and the driver's license and stuff. Um, there was, um, one necklace that they recovered that belonged to a to a a woman, but they could never find the body of, but he had was in possession of her necklace. Mm, So it's, so it's, it's assumed assumed, that she's no longer alive. I mean, they, yeah. Um, but they've never found a body. Gosh, that and, sucks. 
I that's feel sad. Family. And that's that's what they said. They said, you know, these these women. I mean, they were in contact with with their families. Like for, for some, you know, they could give closure to that. This is is what happened to your daughter. Yeah. And and you know they. Um, some of the family members there, like, you know, they didn't, they didn't agree with choices, life choices that their daughter had made, mm-hmm. but that this was not, they didn't deserve this. They didn't this. deserve this, no. You know, they didn't, they didn't seek this. Absolutely not. And, and the fact that he was able to live the rest of his life. Yeah, just fine, basically. Yeah, I, I mean... mean you know, um, was a pretty bitter pill to swallow. I don't doubt um, it. And um, Damn. so there's what three women who haven't been identified? Um, three or four or something like that. No remains um, have not been found. Well, no, but there's been there's a few that have been found that don't have identification, right? Like the horse, yes, horseshoe. Yes, there's two that yes, they've been found, um, and and the, um, Eklunt, Ekluntna Annie, Annie um, he, he, he because of where they found her and how he she was, what clothing articles he. he Hanson said that that was his first kill. He had no idea who she was, who her real name, oh, what her real not, name was, why where she care? would ever be from. Yeah, and and um, there were no dental records or anything that the that state matched. troopers had that matched. And to this day, she is still not known. Interesting. Well, um, I hope that they can find that out. I would. I would hope so. I mean, at this point, her parents are probably deceased more than likely but i mean if she had children or yeah, siblings or, or s- something yeah that they would have some some type of closure and anyways it's just but that they said as he said that 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 wasn't supposed to happen you know it wasn't in his plan and she she was stabbed to death mm-hmm. she's the only one right she was the only one that was that was stabbed. stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, and not shot at all. And um but then the 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 I don't know if if, if that then released something in him, but but then then the hunt. They said he's it is said that he is supposedly have raped more than sixty women Ugh. and killed more than thirty. Oh jeez. Um that's all, you know, the six more other than on the map. That's all uh, suspect. That's not, that's not proven. Right. But, and that, that he would, it, it, from, from this accidental, she wouldn't shut up. You know, she wouldn't require, you're going to kill me or come in. And he, you know, he did. Um, but that then moved, escalated on to the, the human hunting where, he got off so much on he w- he would take them out so he said she said you know he would he would 
pick up these women, and then if they cooperated with him and did what he said and did what he wanted, then he would return him. And, okay. You know, and but if if they if he ever you know said anything about him, I know where to get you. I know you know, and they were scared. Well, yeah, I mean, nobody's so, gonna protect them. No, no one's gonna protect them. So a lot of them hopped a plane. You know, they uh-huh. they left, got out. I would. Yeah, but they didn't say anything. But I mean, you know, they're terrified. And who the hell's gonna help them? Yeah, right? who's gonna believe them? Not the police, right? Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> track record's not too good there. No, still and, not good. But so as as he progressed, then. It was, it was, he would take them, he would strip them, he would bind them, and then give them a head start, and then hunt them. Not really much of a head start, they're bound. Um, like, Jesus Christ, didn't you say one of them was blindfolded too? Yeah, yeah. Like, how could they even get anywhere in the wilderness? I mean... Like, no, what? No, but how, what, is that the epitome of evil, though, to give, to, to let someone have a a spark of of oh my god maybe i can maybe i'm going to make it but yes to me that is sheer evil to to give to yeah to give them that, that little little spark that, of hope that maybe that they could maybe, get away and then and and the tear that they oh must be did I couldn't I I honestly could not imagine that 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 fear and terror yeah that terror like I, I, no and whew. and uh, you know they uh, yeah I, I uh, he should have been stripped naked and sent out to the wilderness to be hunted and no, not knowing at what point. He was going to meet his end. That would have been justice, in my humblest of opinion. I mean, I don't disagree with you. This is after he has been castrated, and what else can we do? Um, he can be made a bitch by somebody in jail. Okay. I like that. We can do that. Okay. But then he could see how, it's, what, how it is to be raped. Yeah. I mean... But they're just prostitutes. You can't rape a prostitute. Oh, you know, so much for, for them being a human being. I'm sure he probably believes that you can't rape your spouse either. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Ugh. Anyways. Um, just a despicable human. A despicable human. Thankfully, the world is rid of him. Not soon enough. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, he lived a relatively long life. Yeah, which is, nah. I mean, thirty years of being supported by tax taxpayers. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, hmm. and and yeah, just a completely despicable person. So that is my story, my case for tonight. Well, rough. Yeah, is what I can say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I do. I do appreciate you bringing that to the table. Um, I honestly, I had never heard of him before. Actually, um, 
I hadn't heard. There's there's a couple of very good documentaries that I watched on him. Ooh. Um, there's also one movie. It's called um, On Frozen Ground that was done in 2013. And I would say after they researched it, I'd done that's very loosely done. I mean, uh, I, I don't... Very Hollywood up. Y- yeah. Um, the ve- very dramatic and... and um, um, I don't know. After... Uh, and of course, I read a book and the other documentaries and then the other um, sites that I visited. I, I, I was just like, I thought it was poorly done. Mm-hmm. It was, yes, Hollywood up. Um, so I would say definitely look into the documentaries if you want to really actually get information. Learn, yeah, yeah, learn something about that because On Frozen Ground is is not accurate. It's, it's just very loosely based. How's that? Yeah. Um, As I feel like most movie adaptations are. Yes. Yes. But um, these victims that did get away, Cindy Paulson, is is uh, still living. Well, that's good. Um, she. I hope app- she's apparently. Good. Um, she did go back to prostitution, um, and then at some point left that life. She did get married and have three children. There's oh. not a lot known about her. Well, I hope she's living a, a good life. I hope that she is, yes, um, and loving her kids. Mm-hmm. So. And has a loving husband. Yes. But, and, and I guess that she would be the, the silver lining to this horrible. Right? I mean, I guess tale. at least somebody got that, away well that she knew love yeah and and knew love is of you know mother of the of her children and mm-hmm. and stuff i mean that's that she had worth has worth um anyways that's that's what i have well thank you Thank you for for enlightening us all. Um, let's see. Bah, 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 bah. Check out our Instagram at Booze and Bloodshed. Um, we will be, or we do post uh, pictures of relevant to each case that we do. Um, also, uh, shoot us at an email at boozeandbloodshed at gmail.com. Um, if you have any, uh, questions, comments, if you have any personal, um, true crime and or paranormal, uh, stories, we would love to hear them. Um, we're really wanting to do some listener episodes, hopefully, so if if you guys want to send in um your personal stories that would be really awesome um but yeah we will catch you guys next week with another episode so until then goodbye good night